Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Coming in hot. Good morning, show. <laughs> Coming in hot. And here comes the look. Here we go. Already. They're already saying we're late. Be sure to fill out our comment card. Yes, leave it at the door. All right, I just say we get into this thing. Just hit the applause thing and get right into it, Bob. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. So you don't have the applause that you normally play when we do the beginning of the show. Every show for seventy. Hey, Boomer Bunker Prime Time. A little bit early on Wednesday night. Uh, special guest tonight, uh, Doug from Who's Right Podcast. How you guys doing tonight? Yeah. All right. I'm good. I'm excited. I think this is going to be very therapeutic. This is the second time Doug has um, shown up on one of our shows, my shows. Not allowed to use therapeutics. Got to use vaccines, John. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming in hot. All right. So I, I guess um, I'll start it off. Doug had messaged me and said he would like to come to the show and and I, after your horrific, self-proclaimed horrific time that you had on Rubberneckers, what's what's up? So I, I listened to your guys' episode where you reviewed my review of your show. As we and did. So, so the first thing, Bob, are you there? Yes. All right. So the first thing, Bob, is you have every right to tell me to go fuck myself. If, if, if the show that you guys are putting out is something that you enjoy, then it doesn't matter what I say. If, if I'm not enjoying the way that you're presenting the content, then the show's not for me and, and just get over it. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. You didn't enjoy it. Moving on with my life. It's nothing to get upset about, but the, your defense of what I was saying to me seemed kind of ignorant to, to come back and say, uh, well, who's right talked about an Oculus for 30 minutes and they don't even have one. If that's what you got out of that episode, then maybe our show's not for you, right? Oh, I should pay closer attention to your episode. I didn't listen to the whole thing. No, I think you nailed it. I'm just saying maybe you, if you didn't enjoy it, then. Oh, if I, I don't do enjoy something then I, I don't partake. So you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're saying you don't enjoy it or you do enjoy it, but you don't listen to it or you don't pay attention to it. There are times that your guys' show is very thought provoking, thought invoking, whatever you guys get, get my little brain cells dancing. Then there's other times it's like, you know, when you talk about the more degenerate type stuff, the more deplorable stuff that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to skip this because it's not so, for me. So I will have, you know, that that conversation that you, pinpointed about the Oculus and us having a clubhouse. I have, <laughs> I was surprised to learn that somebody started building it for us. And our, our virtual clubhouse now has a pool table and a dartboard and some slot machines, a bar, a restaurant, and a bathroom. <laughs> and I, I am not joking. I can send who's, you screenshots. Who's working the door? I'll probably end up having to work the door because I'm not going to pay somebody. So that's to me, that's amazing because when you 
when you know a show is working, when you have a, a ravenous fan base that goes and, and does th things like that, like the time, I think, I don't know what, I forget, they took the Brand X podcast website and then sent, bought it and sent it to you, and then you yeah. guys redirected <laughs> it to go to who's right. I mean, that's amazing. You have a, a rabid base of fans that love what you do and, and love your show. And that, and to me, that's what podcasting is all about. But I, I, I don't want to get that confused with what the conversation was. I was not, I was not giving you information based off of I'm Doug from who's right, who, whatever our listeners numbers are is irrelevant. I was just giving you some feedback as a podcast listener. Sure. And it's appreciated. Like I, Right. And, and so what John and I were talking about before you got on here is this whole podcasting thing is supposed to be relaxing and fun. Mm -hmm. So if you are having fun doing it the way you're doing it, then it doesn't fucking matter what anybody says and, and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, I think today was the first time John and I actually had somewhat of a chat about the show like we don't usually hang out behind the scenes and discuss ideas for the show and things like that we just kind of autopilot it he shows up i show up we, he has topics i have topics whatever and i i think we need more of me and john behind the scenes talking about it you know working things out coming up with better ideas ways to get things to be a little tighter a little bit better maybe more of a like a blueprint for the show rather than just being oh well i'm gonna play this video he's gonna play that video you know right and if, if i could give you any advice it would be when you're talking to john about it just talk about an angle not necessarily if you think of a joke or a, a line that you're going to say don't say it that way you right. can save it so you get his real reaction yes but start working through angles on why are you bringing this up or or what were you anticipating we're going to talk about with this just so you one of the things that i've noticed with you is john will bring something up and you seem really disinterested in the entire conversation <laughs> not just the topic like it's like you don't want to be there anymore i want to choke him i want to go and reach through the fucking so you choke him i have i'm not saying this to be funny i haven't listened to enough episodes to know if it's because john brings this up like when i get the way i get with anthony when he starts talking about how the regardless of the story it's the government trying to take over your life if it's the same type of reaction, then you need to give John that feedback and tell him, fuck, I know, just quit fucking talking about it. Let's talk about something new. If I may add, between the, what we did we did with the bullhorn and then the boomer bunker and all this other stuff, we have a lot of episodes in here. And we should be further along than we are. And the, Says who? Me. I say that. And I'm allowed to say that because... Ba based, on, based on what, John? And, and what does further along mean? I think that we should be more organized than what we are in, in a way that we can present things exactly what you're, what you're talking about. But, and one of the things that I don't like is like, I have no idea what we're going to talk about before we start. Even if they were just things that he, you know, if there was something that we had like the Trello board that we talked about, you know, we, I've always used, even if he had something that just said topic number three, I will present to you. Then we can kind of segue with that. That's not the show. I, I'm assuming the show is, because uh, you keep saying over and over again, Bob brings the topics. Or Bob. Well, we, we both do. We both bring things that we want to talk about. So I, 
if, if you sit there and you tell Bob, I want to know the three things that you're bringing so I can formulate my thoughts around it, then you are locking yourself into a direction of the conversation. Yeah. That's not what I want. It's not what I want. I want to know like how much he has. Uh, okay. Perfect example. So we're going through stuff for, for the show prep and then I'll have everything set up that I, and then he'll be doing the same stories that, that I have on my, my, my side, which is great. I know that I know what, what we're talking about, but I could have been looking for something else or I could have went somewhere else with that. It's, we're like doing double work or and, you, you guys, there's no way that you guys are coming into the story with the same angle. That's true. That's so true. here's what I think, John. Sure. I think that you want to give up control without giving up control. No, no. I mean, that's your, your total to your opinion, but no. I one of the things up, that you've, you want to give up control. One of the I'm things that you've free. told, hold on a second. One of the things that you've always told me is that you think that you have the ability and I, I'm going to, I think this is verbatim to riff on any topic. Yeah. Okay. So if you believe that about yourself, then you would tell Bob, I don't want to know what you're going to bring. I Bob, want it to be I an off the cuff conversation. Okay. All right. I, so, okay. So the thing with it, if I'm driving the show, then where I'm bringing up the topics, then you're right. It, it, or, if, or, or I'm sorry, the other way around. If Bob's doing it, then that would be correct. When I'm doing it, I don't want to bring, I don't want to, I don't even have to put this. And, and to be honest with you, we'll, we are going to work it out. And it seems like it's been getting a little bit better. In my humble opinion, part of the problem is when we play videos, it's a pain in the ass because you're trying to set them up and get them up here to play them. And I would much rather have things set up as an audio clip that you can play instead of the video clip because they're easier to pull and go to right away. Okay. So the, I didn't want this to be a, a fucking half hour therapy session, but I'll just tell you what I do. Cause there are times when I'll come across a TikTok video that I want to play the audio on the show. I play the video on my phone and just use the Bluetooth feature in the roadcaster to take the audio into the show. That to me ensures that I'm not picking a video based on a, on a, a visual content. I'm basing it. I'm picking it based on audio content. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't have to worry about how shitty StreamYard's interface is. I just click play and it plays. Yep. I have a link to the video on the Trello board and, when it's time to play it, I just hit play. Right. And I don't disagree with you. And again, I, you know, like I said, this was, when I told you before, I mean, you had a problem with me. I, I can bring it up. You know, we talked personally when, before we get into this, where I said that you pander to the audience that you have. And then you said that, you know, this has been the shame show and you're correct. And what happened is your audience found you. Are the audience that listens to your show isn't the audience that listens to this show, except the one numbnuts that's, that's been sitting here in the chat, just throwing comment <laughs> after comment after comment in here. But you know, besides you know, that guy, you know why I don't know that? Because you don't have the chat up. Because I don't have the fucking chat up. Because okay, I'm well, trying to stay engaged in the conversation. I understand that. I understand that. What I'm just saying is, I the point I was making. It's not about the chat. The point I was making is our audience isn't your audience. What the fuck does that have to do with the conversation? The conversation is that we need to go find, we need to go find an audience. We need to go find where our audience is. No, Instead you don't. No, you don't. I don't? Why would that be? Because you need to do the show that you guys want to do and your audience will find you. Okay. I kind of agree with Doug there. All right. And all right. So how did you, how did your audience find you? 
by me going on WATP, Kaya listened to me, mm-hmm. decided to check out Who's Right, listened to Who's Right for about a year, and then started talking about us on his show. Okay. That is where the majority of our listener base came from. Right. And that's what I, that's what we need to do. We need to get somebody, we need to do the show and get somebody talking about us, which is exactly what I want to do. So. Right. But you're worried about what does the audience want to hear? or What, what does my potential audience, like when we started the show, we envisioned our listeners being people our age with the same sense of humor. I had no idea that kids in fucking junior high were going to start listening to us all the way through high school. No fucking clue. It still creeps me out. Okay. But just do the show that you want to do. Yes, you're and, right. And the important thing is to have fun doing it, not to be trying to chase an audience. You're you're right what you're saying. And the thing is that you know me. I do the show that I want to do. I'm doing the show that, that I want to do with I don't I don't believe you. Okay, you don't have to. Um the, when do the I show lie? That, I don't lie. The show what that you want to do is similar to Brand X the back and forth, the news topics, right? When, it like that. Yes. I want to yeah, talking about topics of the day and coming at them with a different angle or making a joke about it or yeah. Right. Or right. Like that. Right now you guys are, I don't know how many, how many live viewers you have on YouTube, but that's who you're doing your show for. You're right. And then the podcast is an afterthought. And it should be the other way around basically is what you're saying. Now it's I, either one or the other. I agree. No, with that no it don't have, it don't have to be one or the other. You can use StreamYard and YouTube as a place to record your podcast, but you have to just keep it in your mind. You're recording a podcast there. I don't know how many times, like when I'm doing my sublimation printing or whatever, I've put on an episode of boomer bunker and I start getting pissed off because you'll start laughing at something that isn't, I don't have a screen. I'm listening to the audio Okay. or, or you'll play a video and with no explanation, just start laughing at something that happened on the screen. And I think Bob's response to that on that episode was, well, if you really want to know that bad, go and watch the live feed. And if you think about how ignorant that statement is that you want me to, like, I'm, I'm giving my time to you to listen to you guys talk. And now you want me to invest more time to search out your YouTube channel and scrub to that spot of the video to see what it was you were laughing about. That is a ludicrous thought. I get it. All right. So this is how I think of what we're doing right now, as far as this show and also rubberneckers. What you're doing right now is you're watching the live us live record our podcast because it's a podcast. In the past, we've played videos that are more visual than audio, which is, you are correct, something that is very aggravating because I've there's a lot of shows that I know that do live stream, they do the same exact thing. And I get aggravated just like you do because I'm like, fuck, now I got to go over and find it and, and watch this because I got to see what's going on. You're right. It's ignorant and it takes a lot of time. So you're correct there. And that's these are changes we can make. My thing is. That- or, or, hold on, John. There's, there's an alternative. You could tell me, go fuck yourself. This is the type of show that I'm having fun doing. And if you don't want to listen to it, then don't listen to it because there are people that listen to it and enjoy it. If you don't like this show, then I would suggest you don't listen to it. The show that we're going to do is the show we are going to do. Okay. I would never tell you to go fuck yourself. You're a friend of mine, I think. In my eyes, you're a friend of mine. So I would never tell you. I wouldn't disrespect you enough to say go fuck yourself. But what I would say is that you've had a lot of really good points, and I've had my head up my ass 
not paying and just not paying attention to things that I would tell if I listened to my show, I would critique it and say what you said. It kind of pissed me off that I did that and had to have somebody else tell me because that, that should have been something that was that I should know. I've been I've been doing this for 10 years now and, and, and not just this also, show stuff. I do it for other people, too. And right. these are the things that I would know to tell somebody else. And I'm sitting around here looking like a moron doing things that I know shouldn't be done. So that's that part of it. But, and this is part two, that's also my fault because if I can't do the show that I want to do, or I can't get people on board to do things the way I feel that they should be done, I should leave and go find a show that I want to do and how I want to do it. Because it's, it's sometimes, but it is still fun. What Bob and I do, we have fun with the same way when Deuce, I used to have a blast when we did the Brand X show with Deuce. And he still sends me notes. He just sent me a note last time. He says, my God, did you butcher the uh, the oil embargo of 1973? And I and just, you know, it's kind of the, the things that crack us up. But the thing about Deuce and I was we had a 30-year friendship. So okay. we, we were on the same page. Bob and I only have known each other for a couple of years. Do you, okay, so do you look forward to when you record with Bob? Yes. When you're done recording, when the show's over, do you walk away with a smile on your face? Sometimes. Okay. Not everyone's a gem. True. Okay. So what if you just get the podcast part of it out of your head and you guys are just recording a YouTube video that you happen to put out as a podcast? Okay. The reason I don't like that is because I don't think I would like to tighten it up. So it's more pleasurable for the listener than us sitting there um and, and waiting and pausing and stuff. Because I don't know if you've known this because you don't watch this. Sometimes I'll ask Bob's a question and it takes a little while for him to rev up an answer. And then that's, I o- that's okay. That's a real yeah, conversation. Exactly. exactly. Here it's fine here, but when we take it, then we take those pauses out. So it tightens it up. So we, you're listening to a podcast and I ask Bob a question and there's like five, six seconds before Bob talks and you're like, did it shut off? What happened? And you're looking at your radio it, and stuff like no, that. No, no, you, you have, John, you have this thought in your head that, you need to make your pot. You did the same thing with brand X and, and all, most of your other podcasts that you need, you need to make it sound like terrestrial radio and you don't, yes. it's a conversation between two guys. I disagree with you. What this is to me is <laughs> okay. I'm just going to tell you what this is to me. It has to be broadcast quality. And I want to, and I have to be able to, when I'm listening to it, I want a nice flow to it. I don't want to hear two old guys stuttering and, and talking over themselves and umming and ahhing. I want okay. to tighten it up so it's more of a, more of a, it's a better product for the listener. And I've do always you, been that way. Do you still listen to Who's Right? Yes, I do. But this is what I do. I have a you the podcast app that I listen to cuts the silence. So in other words, it shortens the silence on your show, and I run it at one point five speed, and it's listenable. Oh, that, that that just quit listening. No, <laughs> no, I won't. I'm going to listen to it. Just because you don't want me to, I'm going to listen to it anyhow. Okay, then don't. Are you a patron? Yes, for a whole year. So you can go fuck yourself on that too. I'm there for a whole fucking year. You have to put up with me. (laughs) Sorry about your luck. Yeah. But it got me. You got me. (laughs) But if you don't knock your shit off, I'll buy another year. How's that, mister? I'll up my Patreon. You Uh ain't got the fucking balls. You're right. I don't. (laughs) I didn't want this whole, this conversation to last this long. 
I wanted to come on here and shoot the shit with you guys and and see what stories you were going to talk about. Yeah, what do you think you are? You think you're like on the Tonight Show? You get to just say, oh, I got to go, Johnny. I got somewhere else to go. And you get up and you leave and then me and Bob do the rest of our show? Yes. I told you I would come on for 20 minutes. <laughs> and here I am. I'm 10 minutes over. Right. And listen, I appreciate it. And you're always welcome to come on here and, and talk to us about whatever. You, know, you always have an, op an open invitation to, to come talk to us. And the thing is, if you don't want to talk to us anymore, that's 100% fine, too. Because we're doing this for fun. You've taken the Who's Right podcast and done an amazing job with it. And I, and I couldn't be happier for you. Seriously. And I'm still muttering, muddling around trying to get a show to, take, to catch on. Okay. And and if it if it never does, it never does. But guess what? I'm still in there swinging. That's how I feel. That that it. means you didn't listen to a fucking thing I said tonight. Well, why do you say that? I listened to every fucking word you said. What didn't I listen to? One, I don't like your fucking tone. Two, <laughs> I don't care. You like I like said, that. do a show that you want to do, and the listeners will find you. Don't yeah. keep trying to change your fucking show, trying to latch on to listeners, which is, what, which is what you just said. I am doing my show that I want to do. That's not, that's not what I said. I said I'm still doing a show. Bob, and hopefully, what did, he, what did he say? Well, then I, I misspoke. I'll try it again. I do a show, and hopefully the audience will find me. All right? It hasn't happened yet. But maybe it will, and maybe it won't. And I don't care. I you do. do oh, I, bullshit. Don't tell I, me you don't I, care. I, yeah, I, I think you okay. do care. Okay. I care, but I will still do it whether they find me or not. I'll still keep plugging and still keep trying because I love doing it. Okay. So part of you, at least a small part, a morsel, so to speak, has to be irritated as shit that Anthony is making as much money as he is podcasting. Does it? Aggravate me. <laughs> Let me choose my words wisely. I, I, don't, I like what Anthony brings to the show, so I disagree. I think he's great. Anthony has improved a lot in the past year. I don't think every. I don't think people give him enough credit. You're when, the only one that doesn't give him credit. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. In the beginning, you forget. I've watched all this. I know all what that what happened. You were doing all the work, and he would just show up and and just laugh and do his shit. But he's he's come a long way. And and the thing is that if you aren't doing what you do, this show that show you're who's right with Anthony wouldn't wouldn't not have the audience it has. And if he ever goes and does another show with somebody else, it it won't be as successful as who's right. No. And you know that. You just won't say it. I, I respectfully disagree. I know. Because he has a show that uh, nobody knows about, and he doesn't use his real name. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. it's doing phenomenal. It's doing it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was a Beastie. It's right. You can get the same thing with the Beastie Boy episode. You got me to wait. <laughs> Fucker. Because I said, you think Anthony has another show? And Dave's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> because that is yeah. another thing that I do. I believe people. Doug, whatever uh, happened to you doing the product reviews, man? My wife and I loved those. So that last one that I did, I don't remember what it was. I felt it, it, it all seemed really forced. And I didn't like the end product. And I haven't seen anything that, that kind of sparked my interest since then. So it's not dead. It's just... Just the raw delivery and the raw editing and the jump cuts was just, it just, it was perfect. Yeah. Like I, I, I couldn't do that if I tried. 
No, I enjoyed them too. So yeah, good stuff. You, sure, you should sure. do more of them. Get your uh, idiot uh, listeners to buy you stuff and mail it to you to fucking review. No, I appreciate it. And I figured you you said you wanted to come in and talk to Bob. And I said, sure, you have an open invitation to come in and talk to Bob. I wasn't giving the feedback, like I said, as Doug from Who's Right. It was just random podcast listener. This is what irritates me. Now, I've had people write me as random podcast listener saying, if you play another Cardiff intro, I'm going to stop listening. But no, I, I, it makes me laugh. I'm going to play it. I'm sorry. The show's not for you. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I forbid people to listen when they give me, I'm, they would come into discord or whatever. And they would say this and I'd say, you're, you know what? You're not allowed to listen anymore. You're forbidden to listen. I don't care. And we will continue to do the show and have fun with it. John and, and I will, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with trying to put in a little bit of time be, behind the scenes to discuss ways to make the show better. I already have some thoughts that were come out of this right here. So. Yeah. But at first you were butthurt. When he was talking about it on rubberneckers. I assume he was butthurt because why would I, and I, I'll be honest, I felt a little bad about it. I, at the time I thought it was funny, but I was attacking Bob's show and Bob wasn't there to defend himself. Yeah. I was a non-combatant on a show in Bob's, in, in the case of this conversation, unrelated to the show that I was attacking. I can understand why Bob would be butthurt. Okay. Well, also, it kind of goes along with the lore of Bob. I'm always butthurt about everything. Yeah, I don't know how many. It's been, you're not a patron anymore, right, Bob? Yeah, I think it ended last month and I just haven't renewed. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I was, I was, it was a year thing and it just ended. So. When, when, uh, early on, I think the first time I talked to you was you were walking through a Menards or something. Sam's Club, but yeah. Yeah. And you, you became a patron almost immediately after that. And then you dropped almost immediately after that. And then you signed back up again. And then you dropped. I, I think you've dropped about three dozen times. <laughs> I know of about four, but yeah. <laughs> only only one of those was out of, you know, contempt. And that was um, when you, you know, you went on to do, I think it was a, a bonus. Official of, podcast. Uh, Kaya show. Yeah. And, and you said, hey, Kaya, did you ever have a guest on? And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I just want to. <laughs> divorce my wife and leave this house <laughs> and you were talking about me and I, and then you you know later come back and said that i was just a, my name just popped into your head and that's why that it wasn't actually me whatever i don't really care what's reality what's not my skin is not as thin as it was back then because i've been hanging around this guy well, I'll, I'll tell you what i what i think it is is the the nature of who's right is at its core to talk shit whether it's about each other or topics or other people. And I think there's a group of people that enjoy listening to that until it's their name. And then that changes. Sure. Absolutely. That 100% is the truth. When we were, I was talking to Bob today and he mentioned something the very first time he was on the who's right podcast, the, when he brought, when he was, when he was actually brought on the main show, do you remember what the first thing you said to, to Bob was when you, when he came on the show? What are you doing here? Or what do you have to talk about? Something like that. Yeah, Why so are you here? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you can't, yeah, if you show, and I've been on who's right. And I've been attacked. I've been set up to be attacked a couple of times, but I just go in there and start swinging with, with, yeah, but you deserve with it. So I the thing it. The, <laughs> There, there's a whole bunch that Bob doesn't know about that happened behind the scenes, so to speak. So I think Anthony and Bob started um, 
some sort of conversation or online relationship, nothing serious. Like they weren't dating. They were just communicating. And Anthony said, you know, I think this guy's funny. I think it'd be fun to, to come on. And I'm like, well, what does he do? And well, I think he was in a band or something. I don't know. So why is he coming on? Like, does he have something to promote? I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. And that led into then Bob showing up and like, I wanted to know why you were there. And that's how I approached it. I was like, because you're lonely. I don't know. Yeah. I had, I had no answer for that. Cause I didn't even know why I was there. So I was very, very, very green to you as, as the podcasting thing goes and uh, all that stuff. So I was a keyboard warrior, but other than that, that was pretty much it. Yeah. The first time I went on, who's right. The main show. I go on there and I say, okay, what are we talking about? Oh, I, we just, do you have topics? No. And you didn't have topics at the time. And I'm like, well, what are we going to talk about? Uh, whatever comes up. I'm like, really? This is what we're going to do? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, let's go with it. I appreciate the feedback. I do. And it could have been a phone call. And it was a phone call. But, you know, we're just going to keep doing it. We're just, we're just going to keep doing it. And, and if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. But if you're ever working in the shop again and you just happen to throw it on for one time, just let us know what you think if we've improved any. You can just uh, shoot me a text. Let me know. I, w- I will do. All right. I-, I like the show, and I'm going to keep listening to the show. And I'm going to keep, you know, well, I don't know. I'll, let my- I'll, see-, I'll see how I feel after my Patreon runs out. I, I love hearing you here. and Anthony go back and forth in regards to real life topics, anything from politics to, you know, society. Uh, what I don't enjoy is when you get into the X-rated stuff, I kind of just tune that out. So I like the X-rated stuff. I don't like it when you uh, do the topical stuff and the news and debate about issues and all. I don't like that. I like it when you get into the X-rated stuff. See, we, we got something for everybody. Yes, you do. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank all right, you for so- having me on. No problem. Anytime. I All right, we'll talk to you later. See you, John. See you, Bob. I do. Thank so God this... he's gone. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I, I had to. I know you do. I, I have a lot of respect for Doug as a podcaster and as a, as a, I will hate to use the term brilliant mind, but he does have a, a certain, you know, level of a brilliance to him. Mm. Hi, oh, anyhow. <laughs> so, me and my wife were having a uh, discussion the other day and um, kind of went against me. Actually, it was last night. I was trying to explain to her my experience at the post office here. Most uh, recently, I got behind the one asshole who comes in with an open box, shit hanging out of the box, and just needs the U.S. postal worker to pack the box for him. It just takes 30 fucking minutes up there and there's only one cashier, teller, whatever you want to call them, you know, working. There's a line of us and this asshole is, doesn't even have his box tape shut, anything, nothing. Don't have the address written on it. Doesn't have a pencil, nothing. And, and it's the way that I tried to explain it to her was like, you know, you're in line at the grocery store and the old lady waits until her last item is scanned and she gets the total to even get her checkbook out and then starts writing. What's the date? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Is it already that? Wow. I didn't just write the fucking check. You should already have it made out ready to go. What are you doing? So my wife was like, well, no, you have to turn the other cheek. You have to be the bigger person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why do I have to be considerate toward inconsiderate people? Well, here's the other thing. Why yeah, use the U.S. Postal Service when there's 
FedEx and other because they mail over they mail a, a record for around five dollars. The box and the packing materials cost me around a buck and a half to two bucks. Sure, I could just walk in there and just you know lay it on the counter. They'll check it in later. I did that once, right? Five hundred dollars worth of fucking records, and it was three weeks before I got any notification on the tracking number that it was even in their possession. So in the meantime, the guys who bought those fucking records are like, hey, man, did you mail my stuff or not? All I got was a tracking number. Yeah, but the thing is, because you want to get it through it the cheapest way, you have to put up with that shit. If you went to UPS or FedEx, they'll come pick it up right at your house. You do everything right there to come pick it right up at your house. You don't have to do anything else. You print out a ticket on your printer. You tape it to the box and it's done. But you don't want to do that. You want to save a check. Oh, you're that guy. You go there and then you bitch about the old lady. It's your fault. It's your fault. If you don't want to sit there and get in line with people like that, then do it at your house. There's a, a tons of ways. You know something? Stamps.com. You can print the stamps out right there and go drop them in the box. You don't even, you can bypass everything. This is your fault. I don't even want to hear it. I think the issue more lies within the asshole who is Just love the complaint. Who's fucking burdening. Yeah. Uh, John, I, I, I do my damnedest. And in all aspects, not to burden others, except with, you know, my podcast, I don't want to be the asshole holding up the line. I get, yeah, but yes, I, so I, I show up with way. my packages pre-labeled, ready to go. I know the fucking routine back when I used to write a check back in those days, I would at least have like Kroger and the date and my name signed. All I needed was the amount. Now, and you just write the amount. Yeah, because you're considered. These assholes don't even, they don't even get their checkbook out until they get the total. I hear you. And it's everywhere. And I'm going to say it, mostly women. Because they got all day to do it. They got all day to do it. And they don't care. Well, it's rare when you see a guy with, you know, two grocery carts, like, full of shit by himself. No, I get that part of it. I would say. That I would, yeah, I would do anything that I could not to go to the postal service. Yes. That, I got asked if I would join them. I know, on, I uh, know exactly. I know. Well, exactly. I, for the audio listener, hello. Did you forget what Doug said? All right, then. <laughs> I just, just trying to cover your tracks. That's well, all. I mean, why should, why should people uh, listen to us, John? What makes, what would our credentials be? What, what makes us worth uh, listening to? Well, with that attitude nothing What's the allure no i'm i'm asking you what is the allure oh, like great. why do you listen to other shows is it because they're so well uh researched um they got good voices they're funny what what are the reasons that you listen to a i show? listen to be entertained informed i want to either laugh be angry be emotional i'm there for entertainment that's maybe, what i'm there for maybe even be educated a little right yeah, I said that. If it's that kind of a show, right. Yeah, I said educated, entertained. You know, I listen for I listen to po- different podcasts for different reasons. I have political podcasts I listen to for news. I have podcasts I listen to for comedy. You know, I have all that kind of stuff. Sometimes I'm in a mood for some, and then, I, and sometimes, uh, you know, if I'm like right now, I can't listen to political podcasts because they're all talking about the same goddamn thing, and I really don't care because I can't trust any of them. It drives I, me I'm insane. I'm with you there, man. I'm I with can't you take there. It. Yeah. So then I'm out looking for other stuff, you know, to like comedy podcasts or podcasts that, that, uh, are more, you know, joke, jokish kind of podcasts. But when you listen, you, 
you kind of have your own prerequisites, right? Like the audio quality needs to be there. The mic etiquette, yes. you know, no, don't be on your mic, you know, making all those noises and making them pop and all that kind of stuff. And, um, don't talk over others. Like we occasionally do those, all those things need to be there. Right. And, and they can't have an annoying voice. Right. I mean, it's, if you know, like you've heard some that are just, there's times when I can't even take Ben Shapiro because his voice gets a little annoying on, on my ears. Okay. Right? I understand that, but okay, you're very, so, you're picky and we've been through yes, this before. You're very picky and you're very moody at times. And in, sometimes you're into it and sometimes you're not. And that's fine. That's, that's you because that's what we do. That's, that's the thing about podcasting. And then here's another reason why I think people listen to us because of what we, you know, how we feel and our opinions on certain topics. Did you know that they let Juicy Smollett out of jail? Or what? He's out of jail, my man. To, Today. To do it again? Right before here, right before the show, they released him from jail. A appellate court overruled the judge. They let him out until his appeal is over. So he's back out. This guy, I mean, what a drama queen. So he was in there. You know what he was doing? He was he was not eating food for Lent. So in other words, he was on a he was like Jesus. He took it seriously. He wasn't eating. All he was doing was drinking water. And he's like, no, this isn't a hunger strike, and I'm not doing it because I'm in jail. This is a Lent thing, and I'm and, and then they just let him out. So he wasn't even in jail a week. It would have been a week tomorrow. So he was in there for seven days, six days, and they let him out already. I don't think he should have went to jail, to be honest with you. Where did, do you have an idea, uh, any idea where he went to jail at? Because if it was yeah, New York or Los no, Angeles, in, I in totally get it. The Cook County Jail, that jail. Oh, that they okay. did, uh, did you ever see that show? Um, Cook County Jail? Nope, never saw you it. No, it's not Cook County Jail. I, I forget, but they, they take people. And they put them in there and they film them. I think it's like 61 days or something like that. I can't remember the name of the show. God damn it. It's okay. Stupid addle brain. I'm sure it'll come up in the chat. And, uh, and they would put these inmates in and not even the guards knew that the, the inmates were in there or, or these uh, people were in there. It was kind of like survivor survival for prison. Like the guards wouldn't even know that these people were in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, he gave up food for Lynn comment in the chat he gave up food for lent yeah um well you know he's not going to give up penis they had him in a psych ward they had him in a psych ward but they said it's not he wasn't in the psych ward because there was issues they said he was in a psych ward because they could a suicidal no it wasn't because of that it was because he's a uh celebrity and they they wanted to be able to kind of protect him isolate, from the isolate him, from isolate him. Yes. yes i'm sick of him i, I just let the guy go all right. No, he's no. an asshole. Fuck that. Put him back in jail. <laughs> I, I disagree. I, again, should, he's just going to sit there and whine and cry like a three-year-old. Fine. Make him rent a shithole apartment in a shithole part of town, and then wear an ankle monitor. Yeah. And yeah. live in that shithole that is that is decorated like a jail. That should be fair. All right. Let's do that. Let's make a or, or put him in where Martha Stewart was, like one of those country club ones, where he does his whatever days and then he comes out and he's got to pick up trash on the highway and then he's he's over and done with it i've had it i've had enough of him i'm done seeing him i could care less i won't ever watch a movie he's in he's bob the man's dead to me i don't like it the second you know, story well this kind of goes along with you know getting out of jail uh do, do you know who kane velasquez is 
a member of MS-13. He's a champion uh, MMA guess. fighter. That was my second guess. Well, check this story out. The dumb state of California has fucking struck again. What do I mean by that? Meet Cain Velasquez, former UFC heavyweight champion of the world. Bad motherfucker. I know you're seeing he's been arrested. And I know what you're thinking. Was it CTE? Was it domestic violence? No. It was attempted murder because this man's four-year-old family member was molested over a hundred times. And the pedophile was arrested and then given bail. The dumb state of California where sex offenders can repeatedly abuse children and get bail. So what did Cain Velasquez do? He tried to kill him, which I think we all can agree. So there you go. Dumb state of California. You have struck again. Shame on you. Okay. So what should happen? Don't get me wrong. The guy that molested the kid a hundred times should be uh, doused with gas and set on fire. I'll go with you there. All right. I understand that. But we're in the two wrongs don't make a right. And we don't have an eye for an eye anymore. So what are they supposed to do after this guy beats them half to death? Let him go. Give him a medal. Good point. But that, uh, no, I don't think that they should have let the pedophile out of jail, period. I, oh, I, I agree with you. I agree with okay. you. So. But again, California, you shithole state. You had your chance. You could have got rid of your governor when he was recalled and put somebody in there that actually wanted to do a good job for you and stop this nonsense. But you're too stuck on your principles and how the black man has been kept down by the system and all. It's bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. And they're feeding you a bunch of lies and you're just Oh yes! Oh, I'm a from a victim. Oh yes, I've been, I, I, I come from slave stock. Meanwhile, most of them haven't. The whole Black Lives Matter thing, the the, the organization was a sham, was a scam. They should get every one of those people, and they should go to jail for fraud and uh, a pyramid scheme. It's ridiculous. But now, now we're gonna let them all out. And here's what I do if John ran the country. All right, judge, you want to give him cheap bail? Fine. He goes out and commits another crime. You're fired. Fuck you. You're fired. So you better be right. You're going to give him cheap bail. There you go. Yeah. John's hot take. Well, oh, I mean, come here, break. Why no, are I'm not you? hating on you at all. They, New York, a lady's old Asian ladies got her cart. She goes into the vestibule. To uh, open the door, this guy comes up behind her. Black people. And beats the shit out of her. Hits a hundred times. All right. And we got to hear about white supremacy against the Asian, against the Asians. And it's bullshit. And they won't yeah, say was, it. Yeah. There was a guy who followed some Asian woman, a uh, 67 year old Asian woman home into her home in the Yonkers. Is, it, is that the one that you're talking about? Because he hit her and kicked her uh, something like 130 times. Yeah, that piece of shit. Yeah. That piece of shit. And again, I got to go back to the thing where the, the courts need to be able to try these things in a timely manner. I don't know. Listen, if we really got into this and we really got into John's thoughts, we would put down these career criminals and these people that we would put them down like rabbit dogs. Like if you have a vicious dog and it bites like two people or something like that, and it's vicious, you just put them down. 
Just give them the, give them the big nice know, I mean, not that it's going to matter, you know, what they did was awful and blah, blah, blah. But it'd be nice to know the motive. Why did he do that? Is he mad about the coronavirus coming from China or is he mad about, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Why is he mad? Did he get a bad he, egg roll with the local right. Chinese store? No, did he get cut off? And uh, it, does it really matter? Let's say the guy had a bad day and all of a sudden this Chinese thing walked by and she 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 gave him a bad look. He's like, but, but, baby. And so it beats the shit out of her. Looks like seven years old, man. I know. And the guy was a moose. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, was huge. I'd say that uh, he was gigantic. So <sighs> and then this is the other thing, ladies. I'll tell you. I don't start. I am. I'm going to start. Walk. Here we go. You let this happen. Dr. Rachel Levine named <laughs> one of the USA Today's Woman of the Year. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? This? This is the Woman of the Year? Cut me a break. I'll tell you what. Okay. At least Rachel here has been a trans person for a while, and, and that's fine. And I don't have a problem. If they wanted to make Dr. Rachel Levine person of the year, fine with it. I'm not even fine if they want to make her man of the year. But they just took a spot for woman of the year from a real woman. And I know you're going to say, John, but she is a real woman. Oh, yeah? Really? Is she? I don't think so. If she gets a period and can have a baby, she's a real woman. If she can't, she's not. And they say, well, okay. Well, what? how come you're not complaining about the uh, trans men? Because we don't care. We don't have trans men coming in and taking spots from real men, uh, you know, in sports or anything like that. Like that swimmer in uh, for Penn State, what's her name? Leah Thomas. She's sure. breaking all these records. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, if she goes back to being a man after college, I think those women should go over there and cut her pecker right off. Yeesh. Guess what? Yeah. You, you're not going back to being a man. We're going to yeah. Franks, take them right crazy. off. That's all. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, now you are a woman. Eunuch. I'm going to go back. Fuck that. And this is the bullshit that they're feeding us. And the reason that they're doing this is so we can all be divided against each other. Because people are like, oh, that's terrible. You don't understand their pain. You're right. I don't. Don't care. I don't care that well, Rachel Levine here wants to be a woman. I don't care. What I, I care get... about is when she takes shit away from real women. Yeah, I don't get her. the point of having a, a woman of the year when it's not a biological woman. Sorry. Exactly. Sorry, not sorry. Um, did you see today where near uh, Indianapolis, the Walmart distribution center? I, you know something? This is horrible. I haven't heard anything in regards to what how it started or anything like that, what the effects are going to be. Uh, well, I'll they, tell you what the effects are going to be. A lot I of this going to be a lot of stuff, not on the shelves, whatever burnt the fuck up in there. Thought is I saw now something gone. like $300 million worth of merchandise. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's not easily, it's not easily replaceable either. Some of that stuff is not easily. That's replaceable. a massive blaze dude. Like, like can they not like afford a fire suppression system in this place? I mean, wouldn't that, well, again, everything's on pallets. Everything's wrapped in cardboard. All right. It's all packed together. And it comes from China. China. Or wherever it comes from. doesn't matter. Wherever it comes from. And it's all packed in there. And then once it starts and starts going, yeah, you could have a suppression. You'd almost have to fill the place up with water to put that kind of fire out. So all the green energy uh, over the last about 10 years all erased by this one event. 
What the smoke in the air? Is that what you're talking about? The carbon? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that black stuff is good for the environment. Just saying. Eh, it's a little bit of cardboard. A little it, bit it's of plastic. Basically like a, it's one big giant cookout. You could almost smell the hot dogs yeah. as they cooked. <laughs> <sighs> one big giant burn pit. Well, he smelled like the uh, Winter Olympics. Yeah. I'm sure that they'll use that as another reason to raise the prices of shit. Um, now, this one's a little old, but... Like Biden? I just found it. Sorry for everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's like six years ago. I couldn't believe this is a, somewhat of a palate cleanser. It's new for you. Yes. Welcome to the show. Nice to see you. What's going on? I'm so excited right now. So I thought you'd never get up here, man. You were close a couple times. Yeah. She's in a wheelchair. Right. Here she is. Uh, George, what do we got for? A couple of prizes, Danielle. We've got a treadmill and... Oh, my God. <laughs> a treadmill for someone in a wheelchair. All you, Manuela. Three thousand six ninety-five. Let's give it to her. Ready? One, two, three. Congratulations! Yay! She, someone in a wheelchair, won a treadmill. <laughs> she ran over it and put a for sale sign on it right away. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's like I can hear the guys now. A bail out, bail out. She's like, well, we can't give her the treadmill. Holy shit! Well, did I you hear when he, when he went to announce the prizes? It just hit him as it was coming out of his mouth hold on listen we've got a treadmill and a new sauna <laughs> so after he said he's like and uh what was that thing again like oh fuck a treadmill a new car oh shit she can't drive probably <laughs> curtain number two for that particular contestant you know they have like more than one prize pack ready to go they just they didn't think whenever she won to not right. for that particular prize package. Yeah, I didn't think they read the room on that one. I, if I was her, I would send video in where I would be on that treadmill on the wheel with the wheelchair just rolling. Kind of rolling. Yeah, well, you, have to roll, you just have to like hold on and just, yeah, no, just let I'm the wheels it's, do it. It's still, it's, she still could get exercise on a treadmill, just not her legs. Like she could build her yeah. arms and her chest and her back. It's like rowing. I'm just doing it in this. When it's raining out, I still get my exercise. Can you read it? I will read it. What's it like to have big titties? You want to find uh, out? I would love oh, to. Who wants out. to find out? Raise your hand. Okay. okay. This TikTok is for people with big titties. Um, what's it like? It's difficult. <laughs> my back is sore and I don't look good in any kind of swimsuit. It's hard life. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to burn a story that I was going to use tomorrow night since you broached it. Uh. There is a 19-year-old TikTok woman who uh, just was able to have breast reduction. She was in her 20s, and she was a 23-H. Good I mean, God. I know. I know. All right, so there she is. Right, and then she's getting ready for the story and all. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this. Twenty-eight H. Twenty. Okay, so there she is on the left. So that's before and after. That's twenty, and then she there she is on the right. Now here's the thing: she tried to get breast reduction surgery since she was 16, and the doctors were wouldn't do it. The doctors oh. were like, "Well, they said you know." And then one doctor said to her, "Get this. Imagine this." Doctor said to her. 
well, what would your future husband think if you had your boobies? Wow, that's <sighs> horrible, on. right? Now, listen, <clears throat> I love me a nice set of big boobies like any other normal red-blooded heterosexual guy. And I think... Or lesbian. Lesbian, yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> so I like throwing you off. Man. <laughs> so then she, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, but she said she had a lot of problems with her back. She, you know, it was like hard. She would have problems with her shoulders. You know, this girl, for the audio listeners, she's kind of a petite frame, right? Wouldn't you call yeah, her? she's tall. Yeah. And then, well, she's married now. Her husband said, you know what? If you want to do this, keep pursuing it. So I or, guess they got permission from her husband. You sure you want me to get rid of these big, big bazoomas? Like, so they showed her in this sweater here. This is uh, 23H. And then they showed her in 23C. Don't get me wrong. 23C is still ample. I mean, there you go. Not, nothing right? wrong with a C cup. Nothing wrong. But I just couldn't believe that the doctor said no. There it is right there at the very that's, top. Yeah, that, One that's doctor weird. Even asked, well, then you well, find another doctor. You know what I'm saying? She went to Janelle Nelson, 20, finally found a doctor to perform procedure in January and is now much happier with her size 28 C breasts. However, the disability worker claimed several surgeons turned her away over the past four years. Wow. Saying that she was too young and needed her hormones to level out. Well, maybe that is a thing. Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Listen, more of a virologist. Janelle, what I need you to do is come in here every month and I will test your hormones. (laughs) I will feel to see if these are the right time. Are they ripe enough? John, how dare you? You dirty old freak, you. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm teasing. I'm joking. Mm -hmm. We joke. Don't joke you because we joke me or I'm going to slap you right in your penis. <laughs> you know, like I said, if it's a physical problem, then why wouldn't a doctor take care of that? Oh, here we go. I know. See, I'm don't don't bring Bob into this. This was all me. I brought this one up. Oh, I I love my wife's breasts. They're awesome. Very nice. <laughs> a picture of you in Florida or somewhere I saw from the side. Very nice. My wife had found these like strapless bra thing. I don't know what it is, but it's just like a pair of cups that are attached and somehow they stick on and uh, underneath and they just hold them in place. It's like magic. And it is. She <laughs> tried those out. I think it was this last weekend. And man, she must have told me 27 times that day how nice it was to be free of all the shoulder hugging and the wiring and the thing around the back and how it you know, binds you right here. Like you, it's like having a belt torso up here. And anyway, I have a friend, I don't know how to explain it. I have a friend who is very fond, what he used to call tits on a stick. He liked big breasted women on a very, very thin frame. Like the one, the girl like we the were just one, talking Yeah. About. He, yeah. He might've mm-hmm. had a problem with her getting her breast reduced. I have just as much fun with the small ones as I did the big ones in, in life. So, you know what? I am an I am an equal opportunity booby lover. I like well, the big giant like ones. They get away from you. You're like, hey, come back here. <laughs> when they when they lay on their side and they can't lift their arms up anymore because they're laying on this. I know we're just we're being misogynistic <laughs> assholes because we can. 
Uh, this guy. The ladies, um, the ladies are in here talking about bras. Yeah, those are his bras. They're awesome. Who was it? Rodney Carrington. and said, uh, you see one pair of titties. You pretty much want to see the rest of them. See the rest of them. Absolutely. We're diving into gas prices. This is about all I want to talk about it, but you're welcome to talk more. This guy has a conversation with his car about it. I'm done with the boobs. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Some E85. Maybe after that, we can go cruise around a little bit. You want to do that? Now, remember, we got to pay Biden's gas prices. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> that is pretty good. I don't understand how the press isn't all over everything. Well, again, he's going to get us all killed. Biden. And this administration is going to get us all killed. In my humble, I hope, pray, I'm wrong. But today, that moron came out, told Putin that he should be charged with war crimes. What, what, what is he doing? Is he out of his fucking mind? Why would you say, again, why we're trying to de-escalate here. Why are you going to pour more gas on the fire by saying stupid shit like that? Well, you want the, the black, black point of view? Sure. I tried to come up with a, a white balance joke, you know, camera white balance joke for this, but I thought it'd be rude. And you done showed the citizens of America that y'all is not for the citizen of America. Y'all is using these people for y'all own fucking agenda. Cause they didn't worked in this country all their life. Mm-hmm. And trying to get them when this damn COVID broke out with a $1,400 check and you hey. take millions of dollars, sending over there to another country that ain't did a damn thing in this country for these people. These people in this, this country have worked for y'all motherfucking asses. Not them over there. It's true. Preach. Y'all want us to feel sorry for them over there and y'all ain't giving a damn about us over here. We want to get the fuck away from y'all. That's right. She's 100% right. Y'all no more. What? Judge you robbers, you murder, you, all you do is go through this land still killing and destroying and Gobbling up all the fucking wealth from everybody. She's right. And getting them to think, think, and thinking up all this shit to pull all the resources out this earth. Yeah. Yeah. They cut her off. Well, I couldn't have said you know, it better I, I heard him. I'm sorry, what? I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you probably could have, but today I, I heard him talk for 10 minutes and it, I, I heard him say, We will support uh, Ukraine's economy. Blah, blah, blah. How about. You're going to support Ukraine's economy while the American economy circles the fucking drain. This administration has not made one fucking right decision since they took office. And I'll fight anybody that tells me different. i fight. I'll debate anybody that tells me different. Them up. Come on. Come on. I mean, look, th- this president is as useless as birth control to a lesbian. I get it. How do you like that analogy? I like that analogy. It does Thank work. You mine okay you can have it all buddy i've always wondered because i think of things in us i'm always skeptic and what's why is he doing this why would anybody do this to their own country that they've you know worked for for 50 years yada 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 and i think somebody somewhere has like pictures of him doing shit that he shouldn't be doing that's what i think of when i see most of these assholes doing what they're told by the corporations and by the you know the money and then he says this. Established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. 
how many times have you heard? I'll bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. And then literally, in a sense, blackmails him or, or mortifies that person. Send it out, put it online. Oh, really? Oh, are you worried about that, Joe? Hey, you know something, Joe? You know what else isn't they shouldn't do? They shouldn't get a um, a Congress uh, worker. What would they call? I don't know what they would call them. People that were in that work for you and have her come around and meet you somewhere and then go two two knuckles deep up in their snapper uh, because oh you mean a staffer a staffer yeah you don't take a snapper a staffer and go two two digits deep in boy I'm gonna that's a tough one you don't take a staffer and go two a, digits a terror, deep in her snapper. Reed, right? Right. That's a Joe. That's a bad thing. And here's the other thing. How is Congress looking at him? From what I remember, and Deuce will tell me I'm wrong later because he's in the chat. We have three branches of government and they're supposed to watch over each other. How can the House of Representatives and Congress allow this to go on? Why isn't there people screaming to have him take a cognitive test? to figure out if he's even there yet. Why are they letting this go on? I understand that behind him is something even worse. I'd give her a cognitive test too. I don't think she'd pass it. Oh, well, you know, Biden was at some engagement, whatever, and he's talking like an idiot and he had to have one of his like handlers correct him. He said that the, that the first lady's husband has COVID. (laughs) First lady's husband. Yeah, and then, about, and then he's talking about Obama, his, like, right? No, one of his no, one of his uh, handlers comes up is like, <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, I mean, uh, Kamala's husband. You know that uh, Obama's got COVID, right? You, you you heard that? I'd heard something like that, but I don't know. But I don't know if that's accurate because what I heard when they corrected him was that Kamala's husband has it. Yeah, like Deuce says, Congress consists of two chambers: the House and the Senate. That's Congress. Why aren't they screaming to get this guy out of office? He's going to get us all killed. Because they're able to run wild and do whatever they want and make all the money in the stock market. Why? You know what I would do? I, I, I would do this right now. I would trade the president of Ukraine for the president of the United States. I would do that trade right now. Swap them out. Guess what, Joe? Get on a plane. We're going to send you over to, to straighten this thing over in Ukraine. All right. Come on, Vlad. Come on over here. We're we're going to put you in this country. You can run this country. This guy nails it. When the CEO of the biggest electric vehicle manufacturers in the world is telling us that we need to invest more in oil and gas production right now, but the U.S. government is telling us that we need to invest in electric vehicles, one of them is lying to you. And the other thing is that picture of Joe Biden, that is him like 10 years ago. You look at them as now, oh, well, that's his not eyes are tiny, tiny little. It looked, his eyes look like two piss holes in a snowbank. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not there. You can tell. I mean, what, what are we? we're not we're not blind. We can see this. Every time they march his adult ass out there and get him to try to talk, cut me a break. I don't even know what they got to pump him up with to get him out there to talk. This one's about uh, uh, roughly two minutes long, but I'm telling you, it's some good info in it. One of the most dangerous things right now is the illusion that 
alternative technologies like wind and solar are somehow different from fossil fuels. Well, I hear a lot of the times that solar cells are made out of sand. Have you ever thought about solar panels? The main ingredient that makes them work is silicon or sand. This is the raw material chips are made of, sand. They don't use sand at all. So they use, I'll show you what they uh, So this is, this is one of the, the ingredients. It's actually mined quartz. Quartz. Spruce Pine, North Carolina, regarded as the finest source of high-purity quartz in the world for semiconductor, solar, and communication applications. But you can't use sand because sand has too many impurities. So you start with a very high-quality quartz and a very high-quality coal. And then you put those two together into uh, an arc furnace and you melt them. The quartz is then melted with coal in a large furnace at temperatures of up to 1,800 degrees. So you need more coal to do that. So that's, I get another coal out. <laughs> All right, so I've it's... had enough. Melt I, get, I get the story. Yes. The story is with this guy is, yeah, it's not feasible to do this. It's not energy. It's not saving energy. It's worse. It's worse than just taking the, the, the fossil fuel out of the ground. And they don't care because this right. isn't about fuel. This is about being able to, it's all about the great reset and how to get us all under control. It's all about the great reset. I'm just God, I love it when you walk right into my next clip. That's what I do, Bob. That's why see, these are the things that Doug doesn't understand about us. We're like a yin and a yang over here. Wee. I know what you think of me. I don't give two shits. You think I'm a conspiracy theorist, a nut job. But listen, we're just looking at the information. So when a person like Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, says that his group wants to get the world population down to under 500 million by 2030, and that he's got people like Dan Crenshaw, Tulsi Gabbard, Justin Trudeau, that are students of his, and then we see what they're doing, I have to believe that they're aligning with his thought process. It's not a conspiracy, folks. The Great Reset, it's a fucking book that he wrote. You got to wake the fuck up. And you got to stop being shy about telling your friends what the fuck is going on. When people tell me that they want me dead and they're in a position of power, I believe them. You should too. He ain't wrong. I like that guy. I do too. He's, he's constantly the regular. He's constantly having to make new accounts because his shit gets fucking taken down. Yeah. I like that guy. I don't know. Again, as people, what do we do? And we elect, we elect a president for four years. And right now, it's like, I mean, I've never seen anything like this in all my years. I mean, I went through the, the thing with Nixon and, and Watergate and all this bullshit. And this guy, and they just continue to let him do this. And I, I got to say that they're probably trying to get the population down to 55 million. I don't know. Why not? 500 million. How many people are on the planet now? Roughly. Well, we're approaching 8 billion. Yeah, that's a lot of people got to die. But they're a doing lot. it by doing other shit while they make us, you know, worry you about said this shit. Whites are the most violent and oppressive people. Well, yeah, that's what you said in your film. And if you're going to go, back so that to would seem to me that statistics point that out too. Really? Well, <laughs> yes. the Chinese were massacring Chinese and other races long before they'd ever met a white person. Attila the Hun wasn't white. It's the same in the subcontinent. If you go back hundreds of years as well. The genocide in Rwanda was yeah. black on black. So is the, so the is the Congo, uh, which is the rape capital of the world. 
especially when it comes to education, this, this the whole system needs to change. But well, let, let me look at education. Sorry. Let's look at the figures on education. 33% of white kids go to university or further education. Mm -hmm. 37% of black kids go to university mm -hmm. or further education. 67% of Indian kids go to university or further education. 76% of Chinese kids go to university or further education. Well, right. you know, those so, white people. You know, what, you know what liberals and leftists are afraid of? Facts. Facts are like kryptonite to liberals and leftists. So he starts that thing. She's like, well, yeah, the statistics say that. But if I mean, if you want to believe statistics, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's a grift. They're making money by sitting around there saying, oh, racism, racism. It's bullshit. We were getting to a place where race meant less and less and less. And now they've taken it and they've, they're making it more about race but it's not even about race. It's more about class because there are people that black people that are conservatives and they're like, that's the, that's the black face of white supremacy. That's what they called Larry Elder, who was the guy who was trying to run for the, the uh, governorship, the governor of California. And, uh, and California said, no, no, you know what? This, this sewer cesspool here, here, people, Tents on the streets, shitting in the streets, needles all over. This is what we want. Meanwhile, hundreds of millions of dollars every year go to help the homeless. And is it helping? I don't know. Money's going somewhere. Where? Where's the money going? Follow the money. Everybody says follow the money. We need to follow the money. We need to stop. And the thing is, they hate, oh, God, would they hate it if we started getting involved in this. They already can't stand the fact that people are starting to go to school board meetings and once they start taking over the school board meetings and stuff like that, then the next thing you know, people, regular people are going to start running for mayor and assemblymen and um, councilmen. And once they start, once that grand, that grassroots starts and starts building its way up, you're going to see people shucking and jiving and shitting their pants when you learn they they're coming. You learned with this uh, last election last fall that you can win with wasn't it one hundred eighty six dollars or something? Some guy. He's in my county. He's my oh. he's my senator. He's yeah. my senator. The guy he uh, took on was the state the the president of the Senate in New Jersey. His name's Steve Sweeney. He's also uh, the business manager of the uh, Iron Workers Union in this area, and he was handpicked by the New Jersey Democratic cabal and the guy's name, who's the head guy in New Jersey that runs the whole Democratic Party. By, oh, Norcross, Norcross. Norcross is the guy who runs everything in New Jersey. If there's ever a story about this guy, John Norcross, man, it's over. I don't know if you remember back in the day, I would say it was in the 90, no, no, 98, 99, 2000s. We had a governor who was gay. And he gave his boyfriend a job. McGreevy was his name, Governor McGreevy. And he came on and he said, and he resigned because I am a gay American. And he resigned from being governor. The thing was that they had in the meeting, John Norcross, Governor McGreevy, and the other power people in this meeting to decide on what's going on with the governor, what, what they're going to do, how they're going to spin this. Boston Norcross, see? Duchess knows. Yeah. And he just, he, I, I was telling, 
I was married at the time. We were going down to pick my daughter up from, she was at, at a horse riding lesson. And I was listening to the local radio station and they said the governor is going to resign because he got caught in a gay tryst. And the guy, he was his uh, partner and he's married. The guy's married too. And he has a, a kid. So, and he was going to resign. And my wife was saying, that's not, no way. And then he came on and said, I am a gay American. And we were like, holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. So this shit's been going on for, and again, it's all about power. It's all about jobs. It's all about people. It's all about nepotism. It's, it's all that. It's not, it's not we the people anymore. That's what it needs to get back to. I'm sorry. I ran it enough. I'm tired. Well, I guess we've done it all and said it all. Now, um, I got to ask you one thing. I'm afraid. Go before ahead. We, before we leave, um, have you ever donated blood? Yes. I have a story if you want to hear it. Oh, did you ever think about that your blood might be in someone else's boner right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Cool. Settle in. I'll tell you a story about a, a young John, a young fresh-faced John Jamingo who was working at a college radio station WDBK. And they came down and they were, there was a blood drive at the college and they, they were doing it up in the cafeteria. Didn't like that too much. So they came down and they wanted us to run some PSAs and see if people would come up and do it. And they said, Hey, why don't you guys do it? Well, I was afraid to give blood. I didn't really, I never did it before and I didn't like it. So what I did, I said, I'll take a mic. Can I take a cassette back then kids? We had these things called cassettes, cassette recorder. And it was the size of a, like a suitcase. And I took my microphone and I went up there and I recorded, I audio recorded everything where every step, every station where I went to get blood. So then I'm waiting for them to stick me. And I said to her, how good are you? And then she goes, oh, I'm really good. And she stuck that needle on even feel it. So the thing that they said was, and this was funny because I, I, somewhere there's a cassette in my basement. And it's like, oh my God, you're a good bleeder. I said, well, this is the first time I've ever given blood voluntarily. I've had some taken before. But um, yeah, so I went through that, that the whole blood uh, giving process. But I figure now at my age, nobody wants this old blood. I don't know. I think it's great for people to do, do go give blood now. But here's the thing. Oh, everybody get your tinfoil hats on. So now let's say you have a car accident and you've decided that you don't want this vaccine. That, you know, you got COVID, you got over COVID, and you want to have this vaccine. And now you need blood. But the person that donated the blood was vaccinated. Now what? Is there any way that you can distinguish the blood that was given from people that were vaccinated, from people that were unvaccinated? What do you do then? Because once you take that blood from the vaccinated, now you're vaccinated. Kind of, sort of. You ever think of that, Bob? I think that was part of the plan, John. Is that what you think? Yeah. Duchess says they do. They do what? They do separate the vaccinated blood from the unvaccinated blood? I don't believe that. I don't think they do. I don't know. I know they charge upwards of like two grand for like a like a pint or whatever, or a gallon. I don't know what the, what the measurement would be, but oh, I'll tell you. that money. How much did you get for that? Nothing. Oh, you got a pat on the back. boy. Good boy. You know what I got, Bob? I got orange juice and cookies. A That's cookie. what I got after I gave blood. Sit down there for a while. You get orange juice and cookies, and they make sure you don't pass out before you leave. Like and then that. they, 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 you want a blowy for cookies? 
that what you just said? I said a handy and a blowy. Oh, handy and a blowy for giving blood? Something. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they pay like 45 bucks or something like that for plasma. Have you ever given plasma? I, You know, back then you used to have a card. And if you donated blood and let's say you were in a hospital and you needed blood, you could, you would get it for free. Well, that's for me. You wouldn't get it for yours. <laughs> yeah. See, Deuce, he caught the Rona. So he's, he's natural. He's, you know, he's naturally, he's got the natural antibodies. So. Well, again, well, we can't acknowledge natural immunity until it shows up on the NASDAQ as a stock. Explain. They can't profit off of natural immunity. So therefore it doesn't oh, exist. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. All right. Bob wants to give blood to come, to come with a happy ending. You know what? I can get behind that. I donate blood every time I pee. Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. I just did not donate blood out there. Right. Every, every, every time after Taco Bell, I give a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, so let me just tell you something. And this goes to the start of this show. When I went to start this show, I was exhausted. I was tired. I didn't even know how I was going to get through it. And we've done an hour and a half and I've had a blast and I love the chat. They're in there having their own party in there. And I think that's fantastic. I appreciate and love every one of you that are in the chat. But I need you to do something for me. It's wherever you're at right now. I need you to hit the like button. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Because the more likes and more subscriptions we get, if we get to 100 subscriptions, we can have youtube.com slash boomerbunker. And we would love yeah. to do that. So we would appreciate it. And we would also appreciate it if you love this show and you like this show. And you know another sick, twisted person like yourself that would love this show, let them know about it. Send them a link. We're on all the podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, all of them. Send it out and say, hey, listen to these two whack jobs. See what you think. Don't donate to Ukraine. Donate to the Boomer Bunker. What? No. No, I just wanted to no, say something <laughs> Donate how? What are you? Fine. Life will, matter? I will let the AI speak for me or in, in my place. Yep. No. One more time. All right. A, was a jackass. We will be back here Monday morning, 10 o'clock doing the show that Doug from who's right hates. And we would appreciate it if you come back. We'll talk to you Monday. Take care, everybody.